State College, Pennsylvania, the host site for the Elite 11 Regional. This is big for Penn State recruiting. And there's a quarterback prospect there that might be destined to become a Nittany Lion. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On Nittany Lions your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, your number one daily Nittany Lions podcast. My name is Zach Seiko. I am your host. And again, this show is now the official podcast of Penn State Rivals. So visit happyvalleyinsider.com to check out all the coverage that Penn State Rivals provides for Penn State Athletics. And of course, we're bringing over from Penn State Rivals, Dylan Callaghan Crowley on the show. I mean, Dylan, this is a big weekend, of course, with yep. the regional Elite 11 coming up uh, on Sunday. That would be May 21st uh, in Penn State, of course, as we're speaking right in real time. Uh, you know, depending on when people listen to the podcast or watch, uh, Penn State's going to have plenty of visits from these quarterbacks. So we're going to get an update because Penn State still doesn't have a quarterback commit right for the class yeah. of 2024. Uh, they're they're interested in plenty of people for 2025. They're already starting things for 2026. Uh, Dylan, before we move further, where can people keep up with you? Yeah, you can keep up with me on Twitter at RivalsDylanCC as well as at uh, PennState.Rivals.com over at Happy Valley Insider. All right, perfect. So, Dylan, uh, Penn State is really coming into the home stretch, I think. Uh, it seems like there's going to be at least a commitment on the horizon uh, for some intriguing co- intriguing high school prospects at the quarterback position. Then there's the Elite 11 camp who might turn some heads. So we'll get into all of that here in this podcast. But let's start with just the names that Penn State's the most interested in. It's kind of an update from where we last had our conversation about why Penn State didn't have a quarterback commit for 2024. But what what has changed? What names are are kind of pushing towards a commitment towards the Nittany Lions here? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess it is worth mentioning at the very top here. Uh, their 1B uh, quarterback target, you know, right behind Luke Krumenhoek, Michael Van Buren, is set to make a decision Uh uh, Saturday, the 20th. We mm-hmm. expect that right now to be Oregon. So let's not waste a ton of time talking about that. Yeah. Uh, everybody who listens to the podcast uh, consistently knows the way is on that recruitment and what's been going on there. Uh, also worth noting that one of their quarterback targets, Cutter Bowley, recently committed to uh, Kentucky. He was a 2025 quarterback, but there is a small chance, not a small chance, there is a chance here he does reclassify to 2024. So that is worth noting as well. That being said, there is some good news. Uh, Ethan Grug, Grunkmeyer out of Ohio uh, was on campus last week, and, uh, and he told Happy Valley Insider that uh, it was a really good visit. Uh, the staff was a huge piece of that visit. Everything they did, he said, was super detailed, and he loves that, how they develop quarterbacks. Uh, as, uh, I mean, I believe we may have mentioned last time on the podcast, James Franklin now uh, at Penn State has recruited uh, – three quarterbacks uh, that have gone on to get drafted. I know Will Love is obviously transferred to Kentucky, but uh, Franklin still recruited him to Penn State first there. Sean Clifford also was drafted. Trace was drafted. Uh, and then, you know, he was there at the tail end of Hackenberg's career as well. Uh, so that is uh, definitely standing out to recruits, even if Penn State fans may not have loved the quarterback play at all times throughout the Franklin tenure. And then day, he is still put four quarterbacks in the NFL 
including each of his last three starting quarterbacks. Uh, Grunk Meyer, going back to him, uh, he tells us that a decision could be coming here in the near future uh, before official visits start for him, which uh, would be, you know, just at the start of next month is when official visit season really gets underway. Some schools are already hosting official visits, uh, but Grugmeyer seems to want to get this over with sooner than later. There is some sense that Clemson, if they were to offer, would be a threat here for Penn State. Uh, they've yet to offer. They require recruits to visit them before yep. they extend offers. He has not been able to get there so far. So that's really what we'll be watching closely with him over the next two, three weeks is can he get down to Clemson? Uh, if he can, th that may change this recruitment up a little bit. Uh, but as things stand right now, I really like what Penn State stands coming out of this visit. They are, I I would say, and no disrespect to the other schools, by far his best offer. You look at the other schools uh, that are notable, Cincinnati, Indiana, mm -hmm. uh, Minnesota, Northwestern, Virginia. Uh, there are some solid programs in there, you know, Virginia, Minnesota, Cincinnati. Uh, but I think Penn State is the team to beat right now. Uh, not enough to put in a future cast just yet, but I do really like where Penn State stands with uh, Gronkmeyer. Uh, now, notably, they also recently offered uh, Miles O'Neal, a 2024 quarterback uh, out of, uh, originally yeah. out of, I believe, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New England area, but he is transferring to the Hunt School in New Jersey uh, after the end of his uh, school year here. Uh, this has been a guy that we've been monitoring, monitoring over at Rive at Head Valley Insider for a while now. Uh, a guy who's been blowing up on the recruiting trail. His offer sheet is become quite impressive here over the last few weeks. Boston College, Maryland, Michigan State, Pittsburgh, Texas A&M, Virginia are among uh, some of his notable offers. Uh, really skyrocketing, maybe the hottest recruit in the country at the quarterback position. Penn State offered him on Thursday. He's scheduled to be on campus this weekend, and he'll be at the Elite 11 on Sunday as well. So he's somebody that we'll be watching uh, closely because that is somebody that I think could be a part of this class. Penn State does, uh, as we mentioned, possibly want to take two quarterbacks in this cycle. Now, could they get both O'Neal and Grunkmeyer? That may be a little bit tough, but I'm not ruling it out either. I mean, no. uh, we'll mention one of the other guys, this one other player down in a little bit, but – Georgia has uh, two four-star quarterback commitments right now, so there's no reason, you know, that Penn State couldn't do the same. Uh, I know neither are four-star quarterbacks, but both are very high potential quarterbacks, say the least. O'Neal is more of a your prototypical pro-style quarterback, uh, Commander Grunkmeyer, who is more of uh, – I feel like Trace McSorley is a lazy comparison, but probably yeah. a, a Trace McSorley-esque quarterback can improvise yeah. with his feet a little bit more, can scramble uh, – all that O'Neal, more of your pro style quarterback that Mike Yersich usually uh, recruits. Uh, but yeah, O'Neal is going to be somebody we're going to watch closely this weekend in terms of how that visit goes, how he performs at the Elite 11 on Sunday. Uh, because if even if they get Grunkmeyer, if they don't get Grunkmeyer, I think O'Neal is going to be somebody they push for because uh, uh, the potential is really high with them to say the least. Penn State essentially hosting the uh, regional 
Elite 11 camp that is going to be going on Sunday, May 21st. I'm, I'm excited because I get to go there. I get to spectate. I get to re- report on this. So there's going to be plenty of news uh, in the upcoming podcast. But Dylan, you and I are going to continue with that in just a second. First, let's hear from one of our sponsors of today's episode, and that is Bird Dogs. And Bird Dogs, I've actually recently ordered a couple pairs of shorts from Bird Dogs, so I this this one's fun for me. But Bird Dogs pants and shorts, they are great for three reasons. All right, the first one is the fit. You will look better and feel better when you are wearing Bird Dogs. Of course, comfort, that's the second reason. Stretchy fabric will make your legs look great, and they're comfier than all your other shorts and pants. And then there's versatility. They give you the freedom to wear one pair of pants or shorts on the golf course to a meeting on a date hanging out with friends i i've never had bird dogs before so i thought i'd order a couple pairs and i'm very impressed that they do live up to the billing that i just described so go to birddogs.com slash locked on college when you enter promo code locked on college they will throw in a free custom bird dogs tumbler with every order it's a yeti style tumbler so you got it all you got to do go to birddogs.com slash locked on college when you do that you can get your free yeti style tumbler with every order and again thanks so much for making lockdown nittany lions your first listen and watch every single day and penn state rivals of course making this show your go-to podcast so visit happyvalleyinsider.com when when you're finished here with the show go over check out dylan's writing check out the other contributors as well the latest updates on recruiting the analysis of the incoming freshmen it is all right there at penn state rivals okay dylan the elite 11 camp uh, on Sunday, May 21st, I'm going to be in attendance. This is a lot of fun. I can't wait to, you know, bring the feedback and have, you know, more of a dialogue with you in the sure. not too distant future. But there's uh, not every single prospect. Like I think of the, I think of the guys like Ryan Montgomery. They aren't. He's not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, that's that's someone that Penn State has pursued very heavily. They continue to. Uh, they go all out for these quarterback prospects. Yeah. We saw all the attention that Michael Van Buren got. We are led to believe at this moment in time that that's not going to be uh, that's not going to translate into a commitment for Penn State. It's ultimately going to be Oregon, unfortunately, for Nittany Lion fans. Uh, but, yeah, of course, you know, I respect any kid's decision. Right. Penn State, you know, knows that the, this is this is good for the Nittany Lions, the Elite 11 camp being at the State College area high school, of course, a five minute walk from campus for for Penn State uh, and as we speak, they are already hosting some commits. So let's start with that, Dylan. Just how important is it that the regional is being hosted in State College, uh, a hop, skip, and a jump away from Penn State's campus? I, this this has got to be immensely beneficial for James Franklin and company. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's not like this regional, you know, is full of some of the talent that maybe like the California or Florida yep. regionals are, where the entire list is near fbs talent but this is still a really good group of prospects for penn state uh to have right in their backyard they are getting some of these kids on campus i i wouldn't I, i've confirmed some of them i wouldn't be shocked if a lot of these kids you know penn state offered to come out a uh, visit just because it get gives you a chance to get your eyes on these quarterbacks and some of them may not sound like names to us right now, but mm-hmm. I mean, at this time last year, very few people knew of Ethan Grunkmeyer. Uh, and if you look back even before that, very in 2023 recruit class, very few people knew about Jackson Smolik before he showed up at the Elite 11 finals and uh, was really impressive. Uh, so, I mean, 
perhaps one of these guys on this list is a late riser uh, in the 2025 class, and that we can look back on say, remember he was at uh, the Elite 11 in 2023. Uh, but there's also a, quite a few very high-end talent here that is going to be on campus, some of the names that we've already mentioned. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely big for them. Uh, even if they're not going to offer them right now, they get a chance to get their eyes on them in person on campus, get those measure, measurables, see where they are in the height and weight department, uh, see how their uh, attitude and uh, personality fit within the program. Uh, so it, it's a great chance to get uh, a – preliminary assessment on some of these guys. And then for others, it's a chance to, you know, sell the program a little bit more, see if you're, you want to be a little bit closer to extending an offer, uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. And Pence, there's quite a number of prospects, of course, names that we are familiar with Samaj Jones being one of them. I I'm actually a big Alex Irby fan who's over at steel high local to the Pennsylvania area. Uh, if you go east towards the state. Uh, so there's quite a few names on this list. Uh, Dylan, from the Penn State perspective, which ones are are James Franklin, Mike Yersich going to be the most interested in? Who do they who do they want to succeed the most at this camp? That, that is a great question. I think definitely the, the two that they're going to be watching or they would like to, you know, see have a good uh, performance uh, since I – not technically allowed to be uh, watching, but uh, they they will surely you know they will know who had a great camp, who did not. Uh, but the, at the end of the day, on Sunday night, they're going to want to go on Twitter and see that uh, I think Ethan Grunkmeyer, of course, had a great day. If Ethan yeah. Grunkmeyer could walk around, walk away with some high honors, they would I think surely love that. And then Miles O'Neill, uh, who we just talked about receiving an offer. Yeah. Uh, I think they would love to see him walk away with some high honors as well. Uh, but, I mean, you also got names out there uh, like Cole Greer out of Deerfield Academy, Massachusetts, 2025 quarterback. Does not have an offer yet, but somebody worth modern monitoring for the future. Uh, Blake Hebert, uh, Central Catholic out of Massachusetts, uh, another 2025 quarterback will be on campus this week on Saturday. Uh, another guy that I think they're going to be uh, – watching closely on Twitter, see how he performs. And uh, they've already watched him once this week, uh, earlier this week up in uh, the New England, New England area. Uh, there was a huge uh, prospect showcase where all the high schools, uh, mostly in Connecticut, staggered their start times for workouts and college coaches went from one school to the next. Uh, and uh, Mike Gersich was up there watching uh, – as well as uh, Stacy Collins, uh, so Penn State had their own, was well represented up in the New England area this week. Uh, so they got a chance to see some of these names before. Uh, but I'd say those are the four quarterbacks right now that I would be keeping the closest eye on. Or if, if for you, I would be keeping the close eye on on okay. Sunday. Uh, and then you got some other names like Alex Irby. He's set to commit in July, I believe it is. It's not going to be Penn State. They have not been pursuing him. But as you said, he's a, he's a good – he's a pretty good quarterback. I think he's going to end up being a nice uh, quarterback wherever he ends up. Uh, I, I'm going to be intrigued to see how he performs against some of the bigger names on this list, yeah. uh, which you know includes Samaj Jones, another kid who Penn State has not been as pursuing as hard as recently. Uh, 
it seems he'll end up at one of West Virginia, Oklahoma, or Cincinnati. Uh, but then you also have two really big name quarterbacks uh, in uh, Connecticut's uh, Ryan Puglisi, who's a four star quarterback committed at Georgia. Yep. Dante Reno, a four star quarterback committed in South Carolina. Uh, Puglisi is probably the more interesting one at this moment just because Georgia just picked up a commitment from five star quarterback, number one player in the country, Dylan yep. Raiola. So does Puglisi want to stay down at Georgia, committed to Georgia now that Raiola is, you know, going to be yeah. the perceived number one guy uh, the second he steps on campus? Uh, that'll be something to watch for. Penn State, I'm not sure they get involved there if he does look elsewhere. Uh, but he is worth mentioning because he is from an area that Penn State's had success up there in New England. And this is happening right in their backyard. So perhaps uh, I, do, I don't expect him on campus on Saturday, but uh, perhaps there is an, an, a surprise visit, I should say, in, in, the, in store. Uh, I will check around and our subscribers are a Happy Valley Insider will surely know before anybody else if that is the case. But uh, I would not expect that at that time, at this time. Reno, very good quarterback, somebody that uh, Penn State, I believe, did not offer uh, coming out uh, before his commitment. But, uh, again, uh, for you, just a very high-profile name to know. Those are two guys that definitely can earn Elite 11 finals trips here. And before I forget, the other guy to know on this list is Washington – sorry, Maryland – Quarterback Malik Washington, uh, who already has a Penn State offer, uh, somebody that they have pretty high on their board for the 2025 recruiting class at the quarterback position. So they definitely like to see him have a nice day as well. And of course, Penn State rivals making Locked On Nittany Lines your go-to podcast. Visit HappyValleyInsider.com for everything Penn State athletics. Dylan, let's transition to this final segment here, and this is more just a broad picture, right? Because I, I'm new to the Elite Eleven camp scene, uh, I, so I, I just want to get your impressions as far as what's to be expected, the the flow of the camp, the way the competitions go. It just this is general. I mean, this is helpful for me, right? Because I'll be I'll be right there on the ground. But also, what what do what should fans know about this event uh, and why the an Elite Eleven or regional is so important for not only Penn State but just college football programs in general here? Yeah. So the Elite Eleven uh, is one uh, is arguably the premier camp series. I, I mean, there's the opening out in Oregon, uh, yeah. but the Elite 11, which is also connected to that, uh, is the premier quarterback uh, camp in the country. Uh, they have multiple regionals throughout the year, throughout the country, uh, leading up to the Elite 11 finals that take place in Los Angeles every summer. Uh, I mean, the, the who's who of quarterbacks in college football have come through the Elite 11 yeah. Plenty of first-round draft picks have come through the Elite 11. I mean, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Tua Tagovailoa, Bryce Young, all have been Elite 11 guys, and many more. I mean, the Elite 11 has been going on, I think, almost 20 years at this point. Uh, used to be ran by Trent Dilfer uh, at the Elite 11 Finals. Uh, now, in terms of what happens at the, at the Elite 11, uh, there will be, um, you know, the the normal uh, combine test and 40-yard dash verticals. 
20 uh, yard shuttles. Uh, and then the Powerball throw, which is uh, a six pound almost medicine ball, which uh, yeah. the players throw from their knees uh, twice to see how far they can throw it. Um, and then they calculate it all into a uh, combined score, uh, which gives you an idea of who's the most athletic quarterback at the event. But then they'll be tested in their uh, passing skill sets, whether it's accuracy, deep ball, so on and so forth. So you're, you're going to get a chance to see what these guys look like uh, from an athletic standpoint and then see what they could do, of course, from a quarterbacking standpoint, uh, who, who is accurate, who has the best deep ball, uh, so on and so forth. Yeah, and you mentioned that James and and Mike can't be present at this, that they kind of have to do scouting from afar. They're going to have to look at social media impressions. Yeah. Basically, I mean, I'm going to be there getting just, you know, gathering my impressions for the podcast. So hopefully James and Mike will tune in and say like, oh, you know, Zach's got some good feedback here. We like what we heard. But yeah, you you laid out all of the names as far as who Penn State's going to be keeping an eye on. Um, all right, just kind of at, at the last, this last ditch, right? Are there any names that can really benefit from this? They're just, they're lower on the radar, but uh, are, are there guys that you're looking at that, you know, maybe they could boost themselves into uh, a division one offer here, whether it's Penn state or not. Sure. Yeah. I think there's a couple names on here that are really interested in. Um, yeah. Some may not, or may not know if you follow me on Twitter. I also cover uh, Penn state high school football for prep red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh doing uh which it cover does a lot kind of what rivals does but it's more on the scouting side of things we really don't cover recruiting we covered them from a scouting perspective so there's actually a lot of pennsylvania quarterbacks that uh, are at this event that i really like uh, but uh guys who i think could really improve their stock in this one i i look at one uh, Drake Lindsay out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Now he's a guy who actually recently committed to Minnesota. So he's mm. not really looking around, but uh, he had a really impressive junior season, really impressive numbers. Uh, he is a big uh, strong arm quarterback uh, that I think if he has a really good performance could definitely raise his stock. Uh, like I said, he is committed to Minnesota. He's not looking around right now. Uh, Minnesota being of course, one of the other schools I do cover. Um, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if we hear his name as one of the guys who really impressed this week. Uh, I also look at Brent Tolls out of Washington, D.C., uh, a kid who who's visited Penn State before, does not have any Power 5 offers just yet. But as a 2024 kid, as we get later in this cycle, I think he's somebody who can uh, definitely pick up some high group of five offers or just FBS offers in general. A very solid quarterback, a little bit down the boards right now, but with the strong performance this week, I think we can he can definitely raise his stock. Um, Henry Hasselback out of Massachusetts, now 2024 quarterback, uh, is the uh, I think the son of Matt Hasselback, uh, yeah. one, uh, a cross commitment, I believe, down in Maryland right now. But he's somebody who could raise his stock if he chooses to go the football route. Uh, and then let's see if there's any other guys here that really stand out to me. Um, if we if we want to show love to some Pennsylvania guys, Cole Meehan out of Lansdale Catholic. He mm-hmm. recently picked up his first FBI offer from Buffalo. So I think a 
nice performance this week. Definitely see some more offers come from him. And Pittsburgh Central Catholics, Peyton Warner is another as well. Uh, and uh, somebody's game who I'm not sure if he's an FBS quarterback, but I, I, I love the game. He's a fun watch on tape is Palmerton quarterback, Matt Michalik, uh, who uh, will be taking part of this as well. Really nice quarterback, uh, definitely an FCS quarterback, but maybe he can work his way into a group of five offer with a nice weekend. But I, the last thing I'll mention is, is this may be a, you know, state college regional. So most of your talent is going to be from uh, the tri-state area, the, the Northeast mm-hmm. in general, but uh, there's kids coming a long way to be in this camp. Uh, some States that will be represented, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, uh, Nebraska, uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, uh, Wisconsin, West Virginia. So there's going to be kids from all over the country at this event. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, some of them, obviously, I'm not uh, as familiar with those that are from uh, some of the further states, but from the general tri-state area, northeast, mid-Atlantic region, this is a really nice group of quarterbacks. And I think it's going to be a great day for you to be out there, uh, uh, seeing some of this talent up close and personal, because uh, I think there's a good chance that uh, – at least one of these guys, if not two of them, eventually end up maybe in the blue and white down the road. Dylan, that's why we have you on the show. Appreciate the perspective, the hard work that you put in. And again, where can people, anybody that's listening right now, where can people keep up with you and all the good stuff that you do? Hey, you can follow me at, on Twitter at RivalsDylanCC as well as at Happy Valley Insider, uh, where you can find us at PennState.Rivals.com. All right, and of course, check out uh, Penn, check out Locked On Nittany Lions on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. You can follow my personal account at Zach underscore Seiko. And Dylan, I can't wait till we, we're going to talk again very soon because Penn State, uh, some more prospects are going to commit, whether it's to the Nittany Lions or elsewhere. But I'm excited for that next conversation because uh, we'll have some <laughs> some good news to discuss and analyze. Absolutely. While you're at the Elite 11 camp, I'll be at the Rivals camp in Piscataway where there's a ton of Penn State uh, targets uh, expected to be there, including some commitments. So I'm very excited to get out there on Sunday. And there's going to be a lot of recruiting information that we can talk about next time we talk. Perfect, Dylan. Thanks again for the time as always.